So everyone, the lo- the long the long-awaited return of your favorite podcast. We're back. I'm not even going to j- introduce ourselves. If you've made it this far, if you made it to episode five, you know who we are, and you know that Wendy's still here, and you know that if I were to introduce us, Wendy would not know how to act. Yeah, that's true. You know what? It's Wendy. What up? Like <laughs> <laughs> the one time you don't like preface the introduction and she does it flawlessly. I hate it here. I hate it. They should not find out who this is. Like, hello. It's meant to be. It's meant to be. We're done with finals. We're done with the semester, and that means it's more. We're back. We're back with some more Breath of the Wild. And not only are we back with more Breath of the Wild, we're going to be hitting up Rito Village, the Tabanta Frontier, and a little bit of the Heber Mountains today. Ooh. So how's everyone doing? Um, I'm having tea. You know, I'm it's good. cold today. I got an air That's fire for the holidays. Ooh. Ooh. It's going in the background right now. So if you, you know who some, got you hear some air fried you know, noises. You know who got air fried? Rivali. Perfect segue. All right. Perfect segue. Oh, so. there you go. oh my god! <laughs> right into the beginning. There we go. <laughs> okay. So speaking of air frying and Rivali and the whole Tabanta thing, um, every time I would go to like a new region, if it wasn't uh like on top of each other, like I went from Zor's domain to you know Elden. Since it's, you know, it's like right there. But if I'm going across the map, I would always like start back again at like the central tower, the great plateau, you know, it's such a good, such a good midpoint. And so to actually get to Rito village, I went like this extremely complicated way. I know you could go from like the breach of demise, which is like, actually, no, I don't even think that because if you're still relatively early in the game. But even then, with two to have two divine beasts done, I still didn't really try to mess with Hyrule Castle because the amount of guardians there were, and to get to the breach of the mines, you would have to be like deep in there. It's pretty steep. It's pretty steep in. You know what I mean? I spent I spent a lot of time in Hyrule Field before going to Rito Village. See, that's what I was thinking too. But I started from the bottom. I was at the outskirts stable by the Colosseum. Mm-hmm. Um, cause there's actually, there's a lot of cool stuff there. And then I took, I took that whole like crazy route, like all the way around, you know, past the Jeddo bridge. And you would think that like, I would go left. Right. But I ended up going straight and I went all the way around. Like, do you get what I'm pointing at? Like, instead of, instead of going from the stable and then making it to like where the road splits and going left, which would have been faster. I kept going straight cause I wanted to get the Ridgeland tower because, oh, you know, yeah. And then, I, and then I got the Ridgeland Tower, and I kept going straight because I was like, "Oh, I want to get the Hebrew Tower." So I went all the way around on my horse. Good thing, you know, like horses, you know, if you have them on the path, they can just like auto autopilot. You know, the horse the horse can understand you. But like, holy fuck, it took a long time. Like, I made it to Rito Village before I made it to the Tabantha Tower. I, Is that I weird? think I did too. Really? Yeah. That's nice. I feel I feel seen. I the the, the actual like journey that I took to Rito Tower mm-hmm. was when I I really like understood the one of the main points and like one of the main selling points of Breath of the Wild, which is exploration. like one exploration, but also just like traversal. I guess vibes traversal and vibes like because because exploration is all well and good but games that don't really have a lot of movement in them or have have emphasis Mm. on the way that you move 
they they can mm. still have exploration. Like that's um, true. Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind can. is the one that comes to mind. Like there's not a lot of focus on like how you move. You can just kind of beeline for stuff, but exploration is yeah. still a major point in the game. This whenever you want to go somewhere like this is one of the very very few games that i know where i actually feel compelled to go climb up on something look around me and figure out how the hell i'm gonna get somewhere Mm. and this is this like this this area was one of the first that i like really had trouble with it like i I had so many I had so many sidetracks on the way to Rito Village that by the time I got to Rito Village, I was like, okay, no side quest. Just give me the friggin' let me in the thing. I'm done. I've had enough. People have done enough. I feel like the snowy regions in a lot of video games have that um, energy too. Just at least in my experience, like whenever I've encountered a snowy region in any of the other games I played, I just focus slowly, like, solely on the uh the tasks that i have to do and then i just get the hell out and i don't really know why Mm. maybe i mean what's your favorite season like each of you guys like are you big winter people like i'm a big winter i'm I'm a big big winter winter guy yeah so i like i spend so much time in hebrew hebrew i mean i did i did 100 i did 100 the game but like being in hebrew is fun yeah especially the traversal in hebrew is so easy vertically here's the because... thing i didn't i didn't i didn't find anything that was like worthwhile in hebra yeah you got shrines a bunch of core but bunch i didn't do any of them yeah i, did. I was just cool. vibing like i didn't i didn't I, I didn't even care that i wasn't finding anything that was like an the hot springs bro the, the hot, hot springs, springs cool, yeah though. it was fu- i didn't I, I didn't even need to find something because if you go to the Hebrew peak, like there's a shrine like underneath like the peak, but it's like really icy. You can't climb up from that side. But if you go to the go to the peak and if you have the DLC, you know, you know the personal teleporter you get from the the like uh, what's it called? The Lome Labyrinth Island, like all the way on the top right in Akala. If you get the personal teleporter, I would just put it on like one of the Hebrew peaks or like one of the big tops of the mountain ranges. And then I would either fly off or shield surf down to explore and then when i had my fill i would teleport back and then go to a different place it just it just made it like 10 times more fun to be honest yeah all right i feel like i'm very alone on this one by the silence but (laughs) (laughs) no i myself on my way to uh well you know rito village I tried to spend time at Central Hyrule, but I kept dying there. So I was like, you know what? Of course, I'm on my <laughs> I way. Love I need Central to. Hyrule. I need to get on my like on my way to like, one of the towers. I, I mean towers. I know, right? I listen. Um, classic Wendy. If someone dies, it's a classic Wendy moment. I know. It's, listen, it's being sad. a coward in this game is the bravest thing you can do. I'm <laughs> a coward. Oh no. Um, no, but um, what Dan said, like you know, where like you know, you just are tempted to like climb things and find your way around, like you you. Mm-hmm. You know, you just want to explore the area. Um, that's mm-hmm. kind of what I did with uh, this one part that I have yet to unlock, which is the Vigilant Tower. Um, that, t- that tower is crazy. I, yeah, no, it's I. I'm still kind of like scared to go through it, but I have to, you know, unlock that that area. Um, but I went through that whole entire section, like the middle of it, and just to get to um, the Tabantha Tower. Um, and that's kind uh-huh. of where I went, um, started exploring the, um, uh, the Oscar of that. So, 
then I went to the Hiva Tower right after I got to the Tabatha Tower. Um, Interessante so one. Yeah. I'm very intrigued by your course, course of Axione. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get let's get this POV started. So basically, so if we're starting from outskirts stable where I was, I think it was a really good starting point because there's a bunch of side quests there. Um, you have a what's the name? Oh, 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 sorry, I'm being, I'm being dummy, I'm being dummy, dummy. Taffa, he's the old guy, and he tells you about the legend. Like, there's this white horse by the Sanadin Park ruins, and it's like, a, it's like the descendant of the princess's white horse, which is just more or less Zelda's horse, even though it's a descendant because you know you, you can do you can you can do a lot of things in fantasy games to be like, oh, it's just magic, but. I mean, Zelda. Zelda was fighting Ganon for. 100 I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Right. I'll probably bleep. I'll probably bleep that out too, just for the, you know, just for the sake of it. But like, but like, it's just funny to see, you know, of all the creative ways they've gone around, like, you know, ages and stuff. They're just like, nope, this horse is just a descendant, but it's supposed to be Zelda's horse, but it's a descendant, so we'll just make it look exactly the same. I mean, it's just a horse. So I get, you know, what? What does it matter? <laughs> it's it's like a it's like a a storytelling descendant. It's it's the yeah. same thing, but logically that makes no sense. So screw it. Yeah, exactly. And so, if you if you tame the horse and bring it back, um, it's really good because it's a five it's five speed, so you get five like sprints with it. Um, and if you take it back to Tafa, he will give you the royal. The royal horse gear, so like the royal saddle and bridle. Is it bridle or bridle? Does bridle. anyone know horse? Talk? It's bridle. You know horse talk? I do. Oh, okay. I've been horses. saying bridle for so long, but I didn't know. I'm basically right. a horse girl. You're a horse girl? No. Oh. Do you <laughs> do you want to be a horse girl? Low key, honestly. I've told you my dreams, man. Oh, this is true. They all involve they all involve riding animals in in different landscapes, which is why I like <laughs> Breath of the Wild so much. <laughs> Full circle. Did you ride a bear yet? I, I did. I rode the bear in the Bubinga Forest, the best you place in the rode, game. You should have rode the bear all the way to the Colosseum ruins and then fight the Lionel on. I on, I uh, got it. To, fight the Lionel bear back. I got I, I got on the bear. Okay, this is a very quick side side thing. <laughs> I got on the bear in Bubinga Forest. Like this is like day three of playing the game. Got in the bear uh-huh. in the Bubinga Forest, and I was like, I'm gonna ride this bear. So I rode it all the way to Hyrule Field. I got to Hyrule Field, <laughs> and that bear got shot to hell by guardians. Oh no! no. <laughs> that that was my first intro to Hyrule Field. Let me let me tell you let me tell you why that's double bad because. Bears are tanky. Like it takes a lot to kill. It takes a lot to kill bears in this. There were game. three of them. The first time I encountered a bear, I was actually in the Gerudo Highlands. You know, like the snowy part. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like I couldn't see because you know when it gets like the snowy, windy in the game. Then I got jumped by two silver bow goblins with ice arrows riding on bears. What? Yes. I I promise you, it's real. I didn't know the enemies could ride them. That's so crazy. <laughs> Anything they don't got, do, they don't, I can do better. They don't got horses there. I uh, yeah, I guess so. Anyway, enough enough horse digression. So that's a, that's a good side quest, really good side quest, because you get a really good easy horse. If you have the if you have the 
Ocarina of Time Link Amiibo or Twilight Princess Link Amiibo, you can get Epona. But if you don't have that, this is a, this is a easy way to get a good horse. Um, there's also the worst side quest in this game. Uh, it's called My Hero. And basically, there's this chick that's like, oh, I want to meet the, you know, the legendary hero. I bet he's so sexy. And then Link's like, Link's text options are like, I am he. I love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and then and then she doesn't believe you, right? If you don't have the Master Sword, she won't believe you. So the, the side quest is more or less to get the Master Sword and show it to her. So one, So if you have the Master Sword at this point, or if you've come back and you have the Master Sword, and then you do it, and she's like, wow, you're the hero? And she's like, I'd imagine you'd be much taller. And then she says something about, like, you're, you're not her type. Then she says, if you're really the hero, why are you wasting time talking to me? Shouldn't you be saving the world? Classic. And I was never, and I was never so ready to just like put two hands on that blade and be like, I'm about to seal your darkness, lady, and just slice her head off. I'm a healer, but <laughs> God, fuck. That's fuck just Mifa at all times. Anyway, <laughs> but but it's good though because you do get a star fragment out of it. And star fragments are very important for upgrading certain armor items. And the only way you can get them is by waiting at night for the for them to literally fall from the sky. If you're in master mode, you can they spawn more frequently in defeating gold lionels. You can get them from silver lionels, but it's even more rare. It's even rarer. So it's kind of good to like do any side quest where you can get anything you can get a star fragment, it's like, you know, you should do it. Like also similar in like uh, there's a similar side quest at the woodland stable, well not similar side quest but you do get you you still get a star fragment that's where it's similar. So anyway, so we have our new horse right, and you head on. You might see this guy with glasses and like he's got like a middle part, kind of like a, a straight up like '90s haircut. The the black hair his name is a uh, Bortric or Botric, and he's supposed to be like a a tribute to Iwata. You know, the the late uh, Nintendo president. I think he passed away in, like, 2015. Mm. So if you've never seen what Botrick, Botrick looks like, or Iwata, you can just, like, Google it. It's, 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 I don't want to say it's a direct homage, but it, lo- it looks just like him. Similarly, it also looks like Luke Dwight Schrute. pro. At, at Similar- wait, wait, wait. This is not, this is not a, this is not direct, but it definitely is. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the here's here's what the other three theory. Times in this <laughs> here's the other theory. He also does look like Dwight Schrute, so it could be a. a <laughs> oh, no. it, is, it might be Dwight Schrute. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who I'm are you telling you? Wait, I'm sorry. What is Google his name? name? It's Botrick. B O T R I C K. Botrick. He looks like a. Walk, oh my god, he does. But he also looks like Dwight Schrute. Except that's, his hair has way better volume. That's Dwight Schrute. That's the headcanon? That's that's your new headcanon, Dylan? I'm, I'm going to say definitively that's Dwight Schrute. <laughs> when you look at images, Dwight Schrute even pops up. That's funny. Oh my god. I mean... <laughs> I mean, it's the, it's the it's the haircut. Although his look, his bangs have more volume, so shout out to him. Shout out to Botrick. He's got nicer glasses, too. But, you know, it is what it is. Who makes glasses in the world of Breath of the Wild? Like, are these just sticks? Like, like who makes glasses? Why is he always frowning, too? Mm, I don't know. Me fucking either, man. 
Apparently, there's also a tribute to Robin Williams. Really? There's, some, there's an NPC that looks like him. Um, I mean, he was a big Zelda fan. His daughter's named after the franchise. Like, oh. Zelda Williams, she's named after The Legend of Zelda, not like Zelda Fitzgerald or anything. Oh, I didn't even know that. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's, again, it's, it's supposed to be like his face, but it's also, oh, I forget what the NPC's name is. I think he's found near uh, Death Mountain. Yeah, I just looked it up and he could be found. He looks, he looks, yeah, he looks like him. I, but, a little bit. It looks a little weird, not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's like the, that's how all the Zelda NPCs look. The only two people that are ever sexy in a Zelda game are like Link, Zelda, and the Sheikah. Dora fan. <laughs> big Tuna. Dora fan. Big Tuna. You telling me that's not a sexy man? Um, no, because he's not a man. He's a fish. What? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm announcing my resignation <laughs> from Nehru's wisdom right here. <laughs> that's the end, anyway. guys. It's been fun. So along the way, you hit up you hit up the Manhala Bridge. You ride around. You might save an NPC or two being attacked by a Bokoblin. And this this journey is so long that you're definitely going to hear the riding music and the riding theme, both the day and night. I like the night version better. Or one of the best songs you can listen to in Breath of the Wild. It's so freaking good. Satori Mountain, you know, Lord of the Mountain. I always like to mention that because Satori Mountain is, you know, Satoru Iwata, another reference to him. But um The Lord of the Mountain, if you if you don't know what that is, or if you're like loosely familiar, or you you heard of it in game but you haven't actually seen it, Google it. Major uh Forest God vibes from Princess Mononoke. It's a very um you know it's a very Wait, fun you got and, that too? It's a very fun and playful very fun and playful reference. I think it's a direct reference. It, I, that's what immediately what I thought when I saw it too. I didn't look it up. I mean, I don't think Nintendo's confirmed anything. I should probably check the Creating a Champion book now that I have it. Oh yeah, you have that now. Should I check it now or check it. later? Well, yeah, check, it later. check it later. Check it later. Yeah, check it later. Uh, damn, you guys don't want to fucking two-hour podcast again. You guys are like we no, just wait, just wait, just wait. Go. Do do everything in editing. If you need to add anything, add in editing. Add it in a post. <laughs> Added in post. So anyway, Lord of the Mountain, very cool Princess Mononoke vibes. Then, then past the Jeddo Bridge, there's the the Shimdagose Shrine, and that's like one of the cash shrines. The two the two rings puzzle where you have to sh- shoot an arrow between two of the rings. I love Bro. that puzzle. I think the first time I ever did it, it took me freaking forever. It took me Forty-five I like, minutes. I couldn't find it. Okay. Uh, when I meant forever, I didn't actually mean that long. That's crazy. Forty-five minutes. It took me. 45 minutes. Oh. It took me 45 minutes to do it, and I loved it. It's one of my favorite quests. Oh. I love that quest. Just I don't know. Oh, just because my. it's... <laughs> some some of the cash shrines can be, like, they, they don't make sense to me. Like, there are some yeah. cash shrines that I had to look up the answers to after I tried for, like, maybe 20 minutes. Oh. Um... I'm specifically thinking of the one in the Gerudo region. What was the cash run in the Gerudo region? That big tower. I don't remember which one. That that basically oh. nothing. 
and then the, you have to, like, the Sasakai shrine and do yeah the Sasakai shrine yeah you have to jump you off have to of shoot it an arrow at the certain shoot time an arrow back at it. it like it made no sense to me so I had to look up the answer to that but this one I loved because it was immediate you knew what you had to do and the challenge was immediate in that it's it's one fix there's there's what there's like maybe one or two spots you can do this and you know exactly what you have to do and it's hard it is it is very straightforward and difficult in a it's straightforward but hard and i like that oh good to know (laughs) straight and hard (laughs) anyway so once you get past that um i again I mentioned earlier, I went to the Ridgeland Tower right away, and let's talk about that for a second because this is probably the hardest tower in the game. I think. If I would say, like, objectively, I don't know if I would say so, but usually, but at the context of usually get to this tower relatively early, it's absolutely brutal. It's absolutely devastating the earlier you get to this tower. Both times that I've reached that tower i wasn't prepared in like the weapons that i had the champions abilities it was just awful yeah that's true mifa's grace was my saving grace in this one literally and it sucks because like the towers in the middle of the lake you have the lily pads electric lizolfos two electric whiz robes and just on, this on a bad combo. <laughs> yeah, and then if you're playing on master mode, and remember, if you wait too long, the enemy regain health. So like, it is even more brutal. You're crying, and they have like those floating, <laughs> the floating like, bokob. They have the floating bokoblin like little air airship things. They have like the balloons, and it's like a whole little mini fortress floating in the air. So if you get too high up, and they notice you, they'll start shooting arrows at you. One thing I actually tried to do was a wind bomb from Lindor's brow <laughs> to oh, the, really? the Ridgeland Tower. Yeah, but I wasn't close enough. Another thing I tried to do too was set up a fire right before the water and use a gust of wind, but then it started raining a bunch. I usually just pick a section because if you defeat the enemies in like one little quadrant of the area, the others don't it's necessarily... Bad. So like I picked off the electric lizalfos with arrows and then I just went in (laughs) because the wiz robes are relatively easy to defeat and then I just started climbing up. Yeah, if you can get if you can pin like back to back headshots and wiz robes, they are pretty easy. You gotta do the the hit them in the head, stun them, and then stasis them so you can get like two shots in. Mm -hmm. You can do some pretty good damage. And people always forget too, had I done this, like next time I do this, I'll probably just make an attack potion beforehand. I'll keep that in like, mind. It's, it's definitely a lot, it'd definitely be a lot what easier. You? If you <laughs> wait, what'd you say? Have you not unlocked it yet? No, not yet. I, I was like, oh, my, I was just trying to get to Rito Village. Like that's that's the thing. And like I was also very unprepared oh. with a lot of the things that I <laughs> um that I should have had on hand. Um so yeah. So that whole area is just completely blank on your yeah it's, and it's it's the only area um, <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> i'm telling you like it's yeah Wendy, bro. like i need to go back and um that'll be my last stop and just try to get, try to get that done well not your last stop no not my last stop but <laughs> but like her There's last stop mm-hmm. she's got a few more stops what i also really like about this region i think the most interesting thing in a lore perspective is uh the breach of demise 
because if you if you haven't played skyward sword the myth is that the demon tribe literally birthed it from the ground and i and i like haven't seen a lot of or many or at all videos talking about this and it's very interesting to think that like the breach of demise which is either a reference like you know either like a historical reference to the myth the myth the myth of uh like the demon tribe coming from here right or it's what they or it's what they actually to believe believe to be the actual location which is crazy because it's so freaking close to hyrule castle which okay which which at the beginning which doesn't make sense because at the beginning of the of the game uh ghost Rome or the old man says that the great plateau is the birth of hyrule the kingdom of hyrule and also there was there was no kingdom of hyrule when the when the demons came out because it was highly of the goddess hylians gorons and other people other peoples living on the earth before she sent it to the sky so they must have known about this and decided to move the castle even closer or they had to they had to have named it afterwards if we can take if we can take Rome's words to be true that the Great Plateau and the ruined Temple of Time is the birthplace of Which is Hyrule difficult Castle. to say. Yeah, because we you know the games make references to each other, but they're not as direct. you know, they, it, they it's not so direct. And and it makes sense that they're not direct because like what? Like at least a couple thousand years have passed between each each major hero. I mean, even if not a like a couple hundred at least like, and even that's enough like even, even i don't know what the hundred if at most is a lot but like breath of the wild is so freaking far into the future that there was a whole ten thousand years before and yeah. even before that ten thousand years ocarina of time is still considered the distant past and then uh, skyward sword above all that that's that's a ridiculous amount of time there's no way to know and also near the Jeddah Bridge, the Sage Temple ruins. That's interesting because Zelda games, you know, the formula usually has sages or sage-esque uh, characters. And I guess the champions fit the role, but not necessarily the title. Because they don't, you know, the sage is usually like someone who awakens. Like the champions are, you know, the champions are using the machines. You know, they're not reporting directly to like, you know, the goddesses or the powers that be or Zelda like the sages did so it's interesting sage temple ruins i wonder what the actual sage temple was like or if they did have sages in the in the hundred years before or the ten thousand years before that'd be interesting to see because we have no semblance of sages and you know we have sages in what ocarina of time they're referenced in skyward sword link to the past link between worlds uh twilight princess Wind Waker, the Ocarina of Time stage is a reference don't, there. Don't the the champions kind of fill that role though? They they fill the role, but they're not the same. Yeah, they're not the same. Champions are not the same because they're not they're not divinely. The champions Inspired. aren't spiritually connected to the goddess Hylia. There's and, like another step between them. Yeah, they're 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 like the best of their race chosen to pilot these like big old machines. You know, they're not like there's no direct. You know, they don't have a direct line to the goddess. Like how in Ocarina of Time the sages all die and then they awaken. Like like Zelda does in this one. Kind uh, of? Not necessarily, because Zelda is there has the bloodline of the goddess Hylia, so she's got she's got that she she got that direct line in her blood. 
but you know the sages like in wind waker they have their like awakening but it's it's much different you know their awakening is like you know they don't have agency whereas the champions like they were chosen based on their skills and abilities yeah you know what i'm saying yeah it's it's the difference between innate something born within you and and choice for a certain thing yeah like being chosen versus being almost like made almost like choosing because for yeah because of your skills so those are those are two interesting points in this to mention here mount gustav i don't know what that's a reference to but i like the name mount gustav which is pretty close to the breach of the mice and if you if you do that side quest in the original tower the guy's like you can fly you're a bird man and you're like kind of <laughs> whip out the parrot i can kind of fly it's I just love falling in it's just falling in style he doesn't give you too much money it's not too worth it i mean it was like, funny, I, though. I like the dialogue yeah that's true the dialogue is fun i don't know he's not he's not worth it though i hate him i hate him forever and always <laughs> just kidding only a little only a little so then you keep going north the royal ancient lab ruins that's always cool to see there's the ruins are like really ruined like there's nothing there except the korok seed but it's cool to imagine what you think would be then you have the Monia Toma Shrine, which is like the shrine for the Serene or Seren stable. Seren? Is that Serene or Seren? Um, Serene? I don't know how to wait. It doesn't matter. But that shrine is one of the cooler, cooler ones because you get to meet Zumi, who she tells you about ruins that are darker than, darker than the day That's or darker so than bad. night during the day. Then you have Onya, Akra, and Garshan, the three brothers. And they're the ones that argue about the Leviathans all over Hyrule. And this is probably one of the coolest side quests in the game. Um, so you have the three the three, the three, three Leviathans. You have one in Elden, one in Gerudo, and then one in Hebra, which we'll talk about real quick right now. Um, the to- the Tokuomo Shrine, and you get Tokuomo's Blessing, is, is underneath like this giant whale skeleton. And based on the whale, like this, the the shape of the skeleton, it's very clearly supposed to be Oceanus or Oceanus. Is it Oceanus? Oceanus from uh, Oceanus from it's uh, Phantom Hourglass. You should know that. No, no, no. But that I don't think the guy's name is. Um, there's the Ocean King and Phantom Hourglass. Oh, Oceanus. He spells it. O S H U S, and if you Google him, he's he's just a big old whale from Phantom Hourglass. He's like one of the key figures. He's the he's the Ocean King, and there's the whole Ocean King's temple in Phantom Hourglass, and it's like it's more or less his skeleton because he's just a big whale. And the other two skeletons, the one in Elden, has this big flat head up top on it, and it and it very clearly looks like um, oh, what's his name, uh, Levius from Skyward Sword. And um, the one in uh, the one in Gerudo, we'll get to when we get to Gerudo. I don't wanna, I don't wanna spoil anything for Dylan, but um, Dylan, cover yours for what do you five mean? seconds. I, just, I don't wanna, I don't wanna hurt your feelings like this. Oh, <laughs> no, go ahead. The last great skeleton is the is the skeleton of the windfish from Link's Awakening. The windfish fucking dies, Dylan. The windfish is fucking dead. The windfish dies? The windfish super dies, at least by Breath of the Wild. By the time of Breath of the Wild. 
It's also where the it's also where the one of the great fairy. This <laughs> has been fun. Uh, the windfish is fucking dead. It's by two weeks. Oh no! Windfish is dead. Oh shit! <laughs> oh god! Gosh! There's a great fairy fountain there, so you know there's a plus for finding it. You get a shrine, a great fairy fountain, and the in the windfish's dead skeleton. Because if you climb on top of the skeleton, there's two little wing bones. Oh my god! And someone's <laughs> living in him too. Oh. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this is just turning into Dark Souls. All right. So, <laughs> so once. So if you get that side quest, they they reward you handsomely with some big buckarooskies. Then you'll keep going around, and you know you get the music. You'll see the North Tabanta Snowfield, and there's the three the Triforce of Lionels, right below the Shah Gemma Shrine. And then the you have the North Lo- Clusterfuck. <laughs> it's the Triforce of Lionels because there's three the of them. Clusterfuck of tri- of Lionels. <laughs> like you have like a flock of geese, a murder of crows. Okay, but they're not that close Lionels. together. They're just. They're just like moderately close together. That's enough. <laughs> oh God! So you have that, and then you have the North Lomay Labyrinth. Who here? Wait, who who's the one that took notes for the the North Lomay Labyrinth? Was it you, Ange? I did not. I didn't. Well, anyway, uh, you get. I think you get the. It's cool in there, though. The chess piece. I forget which the one. The barbarian That's- armor. Yeah, the chess piece of the barbarian army. Yeah. yeah, I believe not that important. I, I mean, love the little mazes, though. I They're like cool. the barbarian the mazes, army. The mazes are fun. You love it? That's what I use for my attack up. Interesting. Because I have all, I... all three pieces for it. That's true. I like the mazes. They're fun. They are fun. They're a good time. You could maybe even count it count it as like a mini dungeon. They're a little different. They're kind of in line with the shrine concept. It's definitely more elaborate than your average shrine. Yeah, it's more elaborate. I like that, though. There's, there's, I won't get into it now, but one of the problems I have with this game overall is the shrines. Yeah, and that's not too surprising. Not that seems to, to be it now. That seems to be everyone's problem, too, you know? Yeah. I, Pretty I, common I, complaint. I just would have liked less shrines that were more in depth. Let you want less shrines? Oh, Let, oh, I want oh. less shrine. Like, like I, I'm telling you right now. What things want you want? This. You want less shrines, and you want them to be more in depth. I want them to be more. Yeah. So, like, uh, if okay. if you if you halved the shrines in this game, but mm-hmm. doubled the length of each shrine, I'd be really mm-hmm. down for that. And like, got rid of those like. And having it, you could get rid of most of the trial of strength ones, which end up being Bro, at the end of the game. I love, I love, I love the major test of strength. It's such a fun place to try out combat things. I, I love them, but it's like I, I don't need to do seven of them. You know, you need to, you need thirty seven of them. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, I don't need that. Is it That's... is it thirty seven? No, no, no. Oh, I was That's, say. That's just how many I would want. Let's speculate for a second. So let's look on the topic of shrines. You know, looking at the map of Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild 2, assuming it's just, it's the same map, at least, you know, maybe bigger. Maybe there's an underworld. Not like a Homeric underworld, but like, a, you know, just below the ground. Yeah. Like caves and stuff. 
what what areas you think there would be like dungeons because i think that they probably they probably understand the uh fans is um complaints about you know, shrines yeah complaints yeah and they, i think they probably will implement the traditional implement dungeons inside death mountain inside death mountain yeah probably hmm you've already got the armor to make it legit hmm inside but, inside but remember varu danny was like laying in the mountain or you mean like underneath the mountain? Like in the bowels of it. The bowels? Yeah. Ew. Yeah, like in the in the depths of Death Mountain. I think what if the what, I think the Thyflo ruins would be a cool place to start a shrine. That's the place where it's like all dark, it's shrouded in darkness, mm-hmm. like twenty four seven. Anything um, in Faron. There's gonna be one in Faron. Uh Hebra, like if you enter a cave system and then found the shrine at the bottom, I think that'd be really cool. I mean not a shrine, a dungeon at the bottom. That'd be really cool. Yeah. I'm kind of banking on make... an underworld, honestly. I think the Forgotten Temple would be a cool place to have a underworld dungeon. You mean the Temple of Time? No, the Forgotten Temple. Which is that one? Oh, that. <laughs> See, it's forgotten. <laughs> uh, yeah. I kind of don't want to tell you. I just kind of want to figure it out. That should it's be better. It's better off. That should be the last shrine that you ever do. Yeah. If you make that the last run you ever do, you're gonna kiss this game on its lips twice at least. Um, I think having shrines. I mean, because we don't know what they're going to do. There's got to be one under wise. Hyrule Castle. That's no, true. There's gonna be one under Hyrule Castle. Because Hyrule Castle is the only area that feels like a dungeon. Oh, the whole! I would love more Hyrule Castle. Anything like that, I would love to have. Yeah, I would have like 30, 30, 100 million of those. And Faron would go be good. Now and it it still means something every time you do it. It's it's it's, yeah. it's, it's very. Scary. I would Lake Hylia, you know, in in line with the, the, yeah, that'd be a cool callback to the other Zeldas. Yeah, I think any shrines like erupting from the ruins, any of the ruins would be cool. That's true. Arbiter's grounds that'd be cool because that was a that was a a dungeon in Twilight Princess. Hmm, where else? Maybe Eventide. That'd be kind of interesting, but it's also kind of far. It's not it, too accessible. It has a shrine there already, though. Yeah, but like a dungeon. Like a big old dungeon. Yeah, like oh. a big motherfucker. The base of Mount Lanayru. If there was like a like an underworld for that, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Um, I don't know. I'm excited to see. I'm excited. I'll wait. I'll wait eagerly. Let's get back to it. Yep, 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 yep. All right. So then, let's say we made it to Snowfield Stable. Oh, there's a, something funny here. There's there's an NPC named Ron, and he's all about dragons. There's Danton, who wants to see the sword that seals the darkness. And if you have it, Link goes like, oh, you mean this sword right here? And then he's like, he goes like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And he says to himself, I think the dialogue, the dialogue was like, just breathe, breathe. <laughs> and he's like, wow, this is amazing. Uh, I thought it would be bigger though, and you know, have more jewels on it or whatever. But he was still like super psyched about it. That was nice. Then there's a there's a lady named Juanel. Oh yeah, yeah. I took notes on this. <laughs> and she just knows shit. She calls a uh, beetle timid. But the most interesting character in this entire stable is fucking Moncton. Moncton talks about how when he was little, he grew up around here and he didn't have any friends. He didn't have too many friends or whatever. And then he tells you the dangers of being a curious child and that he had two friends named Harry and Mary. And one day he went with Harry to, um, he went with Harry to like the North edge of Tabantha. And then he, 
he dared uh, Harry to keep going, and then Harry, and then he said, Harry went forward, and I never saw Harry again. So Harry fucking no, he went in the labyrinth. He said that Harry, he dared, he dared uh, Harry to go in the labyrinth, and then he says, I never saw Harry again. And when you ask him what happened to Mary, he said, we heard there was rumors of a forgotten temple. So we, when we went to the cliffs, Mary lost her footing, and I never saw her again. And then at the end of it, he's like, "Oh, did I forget to mention that all my friends are horses? I guess it still se- I guess it still seems to be that way today, because you know he's like the horse, the he's horse hand, the stable hand, the stable hand." And at first, I was like, "How the?" F-? I was like, "Here," I was like, "Moncton, how the fuck did you kill these horses?" Then I remember my first playthrough of Breath of the Wild when I killed oh, three oh, horses. Oh. My horse count, my horse body count is higher than Moncton's, and that's honestly, it's I very depressing for one me. One more bear killed. <laughs> I actually killed a horse in a uh, Rito Village. What? I still, oh, I still have video. Launch? Of that. Did you just launch it off Rito Village? <laughs> no, no. He, he he thought. You know that thing when the the horse AI when it thinks it's too close to something, so it, like it turns out of the way. Mm-hmm. So he, I guess he thought we were gonna hit the, or maybe we we're gonna hit the post of. The bridge, like one of the bridges to Rito Village. I don't know why I decided to like try to take him all the way to Rito Village instead of just like leaving him by the stable and like. Uh, just walking on foot and he makes like a sharp left and then he like runs off the cliff and we're like almost like horizontal so then i get off and i start climbing i'm like don't move i'm gonna get help and then you hear like this you know you hear hear the breath of wild sounds of like the rocks sliding to like (laughs) and i was so distraught i was so upset i actually posted your horse horse is standing there like is it bad is it bad (laughs) Go get mom. <laughs> Dylan, stop. Dylan, stop. And then he fell all the way to the bottom of Lake uh, Tatori and died. Go get mom. Don't make her mad, though. Because what I wanted to do was, you know, you can go back to the stable and then, like, resummon your horse if it's, like, everywhere. So, like, just don't fall. Oh, go get help. I was, I was like, just don't fall to your death. And he fell to his death. <sighs> I'm still oh, not over man. that. There's so many dead mounts in this episode. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh god oh speaking of dead mounts another side quest is you got to take a picture of the the skeleton horsey oh oh yeah it's not too important the side quest itself but it's good because it helps you fill out your compendium so that's nice so keep going towards the snowfield stable the hebra tower that one was really easy i just melted um I just melted like uh, I said like a fire camp, you know, with like five fires, and then it melts all the ice, and then it creates a draft, and you can just like you know, it, it cuts your climbing time even faster. That one, that one was like from Ridgeland to that. That's like night and day. And then you have Pondo's Lodge. That's the guy that does the bowling with you. It's pretty fun. That used to be that used to be the way. Like when Breath of the Wild first came out, that they were like want to make big bucks you know like youtube youtube titles were like want to make how to make big big rupees you know it's like a big rupee pharma in breath of the wild how to make how to make your big bank and they would just be like just bowl and you'll get a billion rupees in two seconds it takes a long time though it's pretty fun and then below the hebra tower also i just want to like shout out the hebra tower because of this region you get such a nice vantage point to see you sort of what the road is ahead of you not just in terms of the story and immediately in Rito village but the whole heber region you can 
seeing the peaks and everything you gotta you kind of get a good you can get pretty much anywhere and and yeah, places you, you can't get to you can get to from rio village yeah and you can you can see them well from like what what your terrain is going to look like from the Hebrew tower so then you keep going then you have the tabantha village ruins and there's so many freaking mod monsters there like a ridiculous amount there's also three korok seeds in that area but there's so many freaking monsters there i think i just uh, sh uh shield surfed right through it and then at this point, I made it to Rito Village, right? And before we talk about actually Rito Village, let's just go, you know, let's just say, oh, yeah. What I did was, so I did all the Rito Village stuff, and before starting the quest, like, once you make it to the top of Rito Village, I saw the Tabantha Tower, so I flew down there, right? And then once you fly down to the Tabantha Tower, you can see, um, what's it called? The, the What would be our third Great Fairy Fountain? Uh, Kaisa, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Keisha, she's the pink-haired one. Um, and then there's the shrine, which has the the fifth recovered memory cutscene. It's titled Zelda's Re Resentment, but it should be called Zelda fucking snaps, gone wild in parentheses. That's the that's the famous one where Link is just literally like Zelda's looking at the shrine, and then Link just pulls up, doesn't even say anything because you know he this is the point where he's still not speaking. And not speaking to Zelda anyway, he just pulls up, just staring at her, like, you know, with his big old blue eyes, like, just staring into her soul. And she's like, why are you following me? And just loses her cool, just absolutely snaps at him. It's pretty spicy. It's a good, uh, it's a good, uh, Zooey Mama moment. And Link just you know? goes, oh my god, are we about to kiss? I don't think he did that. I think he just stared at her. But, you know, I'm not too sure what the, what the proper canon is in, in that moment. Oh. You didn't get that cutscene? No, I didn't get that. See, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do the cheat codes. I didn't do the up down X Y A, B Z R Z L. Put the Konami code in. <laughs> Christ. Konami code unlocks <laughs> hidden link dialogue, and the only thing he says is, "Oh my God, are we gonna kiss?" <laughs> that's, the whole that's the that's the second time Link whatever he voice acted. That's not the C the CEI games don't count. They count. And when. No, they don't count. In Wind Waker, uh, Link has a has a little uh, spoken line in um in the temple in the Earth and Wind Temple, where he just goes, "Come on!" in like a really high pitched voice. But like he speaks, he speaks, and it, it fits him because he's like a little boy. So you know he has a he has a little boy voice. I I can't even imagine what Link's voice in Breath of the Wild would be. But at least, hopefully, they at least give some way of dialogue. So, just like at this point, like I know they want Link to be someone that the player can relate to. But I'm not a, I'm not a five foot seven, uh, Twombo, blonde Twombo with blue eyes that can eat rocks and you know defeat gods. Like I don't, I don't relate to him in any way, shape or form. So just, just please give like give him some dialogue. Doesn't even have to be voiced. Just, at least that's what I want. Luke wants to see a Zelda and Link um, smooch and just Link saying at least one word. I wanted to say Awuga after he, <laughs> after Zelda kisses him. <laughs> Zelda kisses him on the cheek. He just says Boobinga and collapses. <laughs> Dies. Oh my god! Absolutely crazy. End of Breath of the Wild too. <laughs> he goes through all, he goes wins. the whole game. <laughs> That's the only thing that his pea brain can think of. <laughs> what would you do what would you 
okay, what would you do if at the end of Breath of the Wild 2, it, like, let's say Link gets uh, mortally wounded, right? And he's about to die. And then Zelda sends his consciousness back, like, does a does an Age of Calamity and sends Link's consciousness back into the Link 100 years ago. And Breath of the Wild in the sequel will just be a loop. I throw my oh. game out the window. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I will smash my cartridge of both and I will mail it to you, Luke. And you'll why, why me? What am I? What, I'm not Nintendo. What would I do with it? Do you expect me to eat the eat the bitter bits? Because it tastes because it tastes eat funky. The bitter bits. <laughs> Sicko. <laughs> Anyway, so we're going to read a village oh, now. You suggested it. God. No, why else would you mail that to someone if not to eat it? Consumption. Potentially. So Rito Stable, you have Panthos. Panthos, and he's just a guy that wants to go see the flight range. It's pretty interesting to me that there's a human or Hylian settlement so close to the Rito who seem to be very distant from the rest of the races. Like, you can see Gerudo and Gorons, and even some Zoras pretty deep in other parts of Hyrule, but Rito's the one besides Cass, who doesn't even count because he just does not want to be, you know, parenting. He does not want to be an active parent. And, um... And you'd think they'd be everywhere with their mobility. Yeah, because they'd fly. But I think think it has to do... You know, it, it does... It does... It does reflect on... You know, in some, in some, you know, I think in some way it's a, like a bigger reflection on um, the relationship Link and Rivali had, or Rivali's relationship toward Link. I think can generally be said that's what maybe not most Rito are towards Highlands, but at least at yeah, at the very least they're indifferent. You know, they don't really care about Hylian affairs; like they're just gonna stay in their place. Because either way the great calamity happens again, right? Let's say Link loses. They're pretty secure because they're surrounded by a huge ravine canyon. You know, they they can fly, so they're really high up. Like, they're, mm-hmm. they're fairly safe of all the four races, I think. I thought it was so interesting because when you first, like, enter the village, I don't remember the name of the Rito that you speak to. But when referring to Bob Meadow, he says that um, it's very demoralizing as a Rito to have to fly so low to the ground. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm like, is that the biggest problem that this is causing for you? Like. Oh yeah, that's like, crazy. Zora was gonna be drowned. <laughs> all, the, all the Zora, all the Zora, and potentially Hylian settlements, settlements below, about to be drowned. Right. Uh, the Gorons were actively facing like volcanic mag- eruptions. Mag- not even volcanic eruptions, but magma bombs <laughs> falling from the sky and exploding. Right. And these we guys- haven't talked about we haven't talked about the Garuda, but uh Vana Boris is creating sandstorms that make it impossible for their economy to thrive because no one can travel from the bazaar to Garuda town or any other places to get resources. And then and these guys are just they just and they're, can't and fly. the reader <laughs> like, the reader like mm, I can't go this high. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's- 
I love, I love the. Yeah, I was gonna say like maybe that explains polite, her maybe like slight yeah. arrogance. Just Rito pride is a thing. Yeah, I mean you can see it a little bit in Teba once we get once we technically get to him. Mm-hmm. He's definitely they're very proud. They're very proud people, mm-hmm. uh, which is funny because the leader, uh, I forget his name. Was it like Canelli? He's like so sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's he's like the sweetest sweetest guy on the planet. Yeah, but, but underneath that sweet exterior is hard institutionalized racism. Okay, oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You can't mute yourself after What? Do we- <laughs> All right, anyway, I think it's because he's an owl and everyone else is a bird of prey. And, you know, owls at least are kind of cute compared to other birds of prey. And he's a, he's not like, he's not like a spooky owl. He's a hoot hoot, well, you know, kind of blathers. Like, He's like, oh, you're here? Okay, go take care of it. You know what I mean? Like, it just didn't seem like Va Meadow posed that big of a threat to them. That's why I That's why I think it that's should... Cool. I feel like they designed Va Meadow to actually be the first. I have a few reasons why, but let's let's actually, like, go through the process. So you, you make it to the bridge. There's Gisami. He's a Rito guardian, and you can get a side quest from him to fight the Frost Talus. Mm-hmm. Um, then you, you you go ahead and walk forward on the bridge. Then you get the cutscene, and it's just metal flying, and it screeches. Guttural you know, like scream. <laughs> blood-curdling bird screams. If anyone owns a pet bird, I'm pretty sure they they face similar like dangers, you know, day in and day out. That's that's more or less the the threat that metal metal poses, and. And uh, Masley is the guardian that tells you that, like, Vomito's been terrorizing the village, and he's like some divine beast. It just seems like a big old annoying rock. Then you meet Fison, who's some, I don't want to, he's a little bit bratty, and he's like, I don't want to work for my mom's shop anymore. I want my own shop. I want to sell my things. And it's like, all right, cool. But if you've done Terry Town and you're like, hmm, yeah. hmm. He's looking for a way out, and his name ends in son. Hmm. And you're like, I'll get back. I'll get back to you, kid. <laughs> and then the, uh, this is the other reason why I wanted to mention Ange, why I think that this uh, Vomito was designed to be first. We know everyone knows that the Vomito boss fight is, you know, Wimbledon like Ganon is a very, it's like notoriously the most, the easiest one. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But at the clothing store too, it is the cheap. It's the cheapest clothing set. Yeah, it's also the coolest. Oh. I also- the pants, at least. You okay. put the pants, the champion tunic. Uh, it's, I don't like the little fluffies mm-hmm. coming out that's the boots. Stuff. That's good stuff. It doesn't fit. Also, the, the little fluffies coming out the boots. The pre-divine beast task is just super easy. Yeah, I'm pretty short. Mm-hmm. But and and I guess I guess the only thing you could compare it to is the is the what's it called? You could compare it to um what was I saying? Um I guess Zora's domain cuz you don't you don't really pay for any of the clothing cuz it's a uh, you know, it's all quest based or main story based, but at least the the effort it takes to getting that, I think my even be like if we could quantify it in some way i think the effort for getting the helm and the and the pants in zora's domain is at least probably more expensive than just rito well that and also like even though you don't have to fight 
the Lionel for Zora's domain. Like comparing the Lionel to the flight range is like they're just incomparable. You know, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So you get into Rito Village, you go and you meet the Great Owl, and it's really cool because he's also another person that recognizes you on sight. Not not like the slang term, you know. It's not like he's not about to throw hands with you. Actually, of all the Rito, you know, he's he's super chill. He's got a little smile on his face, which is funny because he has a beak, but like his beak ends in a little smile. It's very cute. And um, but yeah, and I guess you know what? Owls are smart, right? And that's also like the stereotype. Owls are very wise. Yeah, owls and wisdom. Um, and so he he looks at you and he immediately re- recognizes that you're a champion. And if you don't have the master sword, he's like, but he's also a little bit kind of silly because like you're you recognize Link looking right at him, and then he's like, ah, you must be a descendant because all the all the champions are dead, which I guess makes sense because not you know not everyone knows that the Shrine of Resurrection. I guess that tells us that not everyone knows the Shrine of Resurrection was a thing, and it's a uh, it's a fairly well kept secret among uh, the Sheikah and Zelda because no one no one no one really knew that Link came back to life. So that's interesting. Um, another thing I want to point out about Kennelly, and it has nothing to do with Breath of the Wild. What is that? First of all, he's got like these weird like shoe things on, and he only has one on on one foot on his right <laughs> foot. But mm-hmm. aside from the shoe thing, it might be like a prosthetic. Like I don't know, I can't tell. He has listen. He has this little green sash. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. He has this little green sash he's wearing, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of Nintendo birds that have green bow ties. Blathers, 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 blathers. blathers. Okay, shut up, Dylan. Blathers and Rowlet, the Pokemon. Rowlet. And they're and they're all owls. And Canelli's also an owl that has a little green uh fashion accessory. How cool is that? Yeah. Yo, they be smoking it up, man. What? <laughs> what? Blathers. When so yeah, Canelli is Canelli is AU is Canelli is a AU blathers. Yeah, Blather. super super AU blathers. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, time travel exists in this universe. All we need is like dimensional travel, and then blathers can be in Breath of the Wild. But what would he be other than Canelli? Ganon. <laughs> okay, all right. Dylan's might be your last episode of the podcast. All right, I'm turning in my resignation. Uh, <laughs> no, Blathers would be a, a he'd be like a historian for like the different a historian, a historian Rito. Yeah, he could be like Cass's cousin. <laughs> Cass's cousin. Oh my god, it's it's really unfair when you look at all the Rito and you look at Cass. Cass is the tallest Rito. He stands up straight and he's got all the pretty colors of a pair, and he plays an instrument. Dude, all these other Rito guys don't stand a chance. No chance. <laughs> That's why he has five kids. Oh my god! <laughs> and he doesn't, he doesn't have to pay attention to any of them. Yeah, he's he's absent for a uh, huge portion of the game. Fucking Chad! <laughs> oh my god, guess the Chad. That's the worst. That's the worst thing I've read. Uh, all right, so you talk to Canelli. He recognizes you, and if you don't have the master sword, he's like, "Oh, interesting." Uh, where's the sword that seals the darkness? You'll probably find it eventually. Whatever. Then he tells you to go talk to Teba, who's currently like trying to take down Meadow. Then you go to Teba's room, and it's just his, it's just his wife there. 
And his wife made me notice something about the Rito that I hadn't really noticed. And you can't really tell what Teva's design. A little bit with Canelli, but it's like it blends in well. The Rito just have like they're birds, but they have straight up hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they have feathers, but they also have hair, like actual hair. Like this girl has like the the curl, the like curled <laughs> hair. Like uh-huh. like she just has hair. Like she has feathers and she has a hair. Canelli has like a beard. It's like a beard. Yeah, but, you know, like, but like, but like I could see that being like you know some fluffy bird feathers. Mm. <laughs> like she, you know what I mean? Like the way, the way. Uh, what's her name? Oh, I always forget Saki, the way Saki is designed. She just, she just straight up has hair. It's very nicely done, mm-hmm. might I mention? But like she, she has hair. And then, <laughs> and then the, and then the guy that was the guy that was helping Teba, and he's also like the weaponsmith, Hart. He has like this, Dylan. He has, this, like, he has like this crazy edgy like comb over. Like he has a straight up emo hair. Hearth, if you just Google him, <laughs> just like and like it's very distinguishable from his feathers. Like he just like straight up has hair. Like all these real just, just have hair. <laughs> but like but like it's so freaking prominent with everyone else. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's just like an Elvis hair. I can't, I mean, I guess he does like. But like all the other Rito, it's like it's it's really only prominent for like these four Rito. Yeah, because it's just the that, that you have to talk to. So yeah, it's all if the important to, ones. If you don't have to talk to them, they don't have nice hair. Which I I guess makes sense because, uh, the Wind Waker, uh, Rito were more human like. But um. I guess, I don't know, maybe not a callback, but I guess this is a reference to them and their, and their, I don't know, proof of their further evolution. But like even Cash's hair, it's like, it's just, just looks like feathers. Like they really said, all right, they really just said Cash is just a pretty bird. Everyone else, these four characters, give them the edgiest hairstyles you can give them. Because even Teba's hair is not like that. Nor is Rivali's. I don't know why they gave Saki the like hair. I don't know. They trying to give her the stay at home mom look. Like I don't. Well, I don't get it. Hair. Uh, I wasn't just even kinda... laughing about that at first, but then I just started thinking about birds with hair, and I. St- oh my God. I was I was laughing at. <laughs> you walk in to Teba's house, and his wife's there, and she just goes, "Yeah, he's out training. I bet Cass wouldn't do this." Oh, I just started thinking of <laughs> you're a menace, bro. You're an I'm absolute sorry. menace. Sorry, continue. I'm sorry, I'm gonna mute myself. Oh, so Teba, this, this is this is gonna, this is gonna be the clip that that gets this advertised. Is the one that I advertised. He's gonna losing his mind right here. Not with hair. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's gonna. If you don't Photoshop like an actual parrot and just put hair on it, but, like, oh my God. like, I already see it. Like, that's that's the clip. That's the clip. I'm doing it right now. Birds with hair, bro. It's cast with hair. <laughs> no, it's not cast. I just found a picture of a parakeet and started putting a wig on it. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So anyway. 
Um, you go talk. You go talk to where Teba would be, right? <laughs> Fuck. Um, he's not there. Saki's there, and um, she tells you like, "Oh, my husband went to the flight range." Yada yada. And then she's like, she motions to where. Or y'all look out at like I think it's called like the Great Eagle's Landing or something, right? Mm-hmm. It's that little platform. Mm-hmm. And then Link has another flashback attack, and it's uh. It's, it's just on yeah, all of his flashbacks in this region is just Rivali shitting on him. It's yeah. literally like the most like 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 I don't even know. Like they wanted you to hate Rivali so much. They wanted a they wanted a they wanted an anime. They wanted a foil character and they instead don't they even have you. a relationship. There's no Yeah, there's no Rivali's awful. There's no there's no like history to show that why he would be jealous. He's just bad Falco. Like, obviously, oh Link God. is meant to have the deepest relationship with Mifa, but, like, even his relationships with the other champions, like Urbosa and um, Daruk, they're pretty cordial with each other, you know? Not even cordial. I would. I feel like that's undermining it. They're extremely complex. Um, He's like buddy-buddy Dar- with Daruk. Daruk. Daruk calls him little guy. Like, there's clearly, like, that term, term of endearment. endearment. There's clearly yeah. a sign of affection. There's clearly a love like a brotherly love they have there links are often you know they're often sometimes they kiss no (laughs) links links in zelda links in the zelda franchises are often like they often become buddy buddies with goran that's always the one race where link is like he either be calls like um in ocarina of time uh darunia calls him brother Mm -hmm. like the it's always Gorons that he has such a close affinity with. And you see that too, where Link, one of Link's favorite foods is the rock roast that Daruk gives him. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, you have to read the diary to get that information, but his relationship with Daruk is extremely complex. Mifa, we don't need to talk about. You just go listen to, just go listen to that part of the, of, uh, the Zora's Domain episode again. And Urbosa, Urbosa gives all the context to Link of why Zelda is the way she is. Right. And, Oh, we don't really get to see Link's perspective on it. The fact that we know that him and Zelda end up loving each, like loving each other, and that they're, and that the fact that Link opens up to Zelda has to be in part due to Urbosa and you know her telling Link all the stuff that she's been going through and all the shit. Like we don't see any, we don't see any confirmation from Link, but clearly he understands and he gets that from Urbosa. That's that's extremely apparent so what do, once, what do we think about it and and um and the fact that herbosa is also the mother figure of the champions like mm. even then she's very like i feel like at least for me i always felt like she did have a motherly love for link too even though like it was for zelda the strongest like she did she did like link like she she was very fond of link i never found her to not to be you know indifferent towards him like i always felt like she was also fond of Link. so what do we think the purpose of rivali is literally i feel like i don't know maybe they just rushed it or didn't have enough time just be an asshole that's it it's, it was just like everyone good make this one the asshole because Falco. it kind of sucks you know because i make, i don't know i kind of like rivali <laughs> no, because all, all I mean, of his insults towards link they're not like too serious He's like, oh, you yeah. can't fly, and oh, you have that sword that's meant to trap the darkness on your back. Like you just happen, you just happen to come upon but that other sword. Other than that, it's I just don't understand. <laughs> what, huh? I just don't understand what his purpose is. 
You cut it out. You cut out again. What'd you say? Oh, I'm sorry. I said, like, I don't really understand what his purpose is for Link. You, you cut out again, but I, I understood that you said that you don't understand what I his role is. I cut it out for the other two? Uh, I don't know. You but are, every time you, you said, indeed. every time you said understand, <laughs> it just, just didn't cut. But, but yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe, uh, I mean, a lot of, a lot of the takes that I often have seen from the Zelda community is that Rivali is very insecure of himself. And that's why he's so prideful and arrogant and why he takes it out on Link, like similar to Zelda, at least, you know, before Zelda and Link get close, buddy, buddy, and, you know, start the little, start the little thing going on. Kissy. Yeah. Before the smoochy, smoochy leany, you know, when she's like jealous of him, she's like, you know, how is Link, how can Link be so capable? And I'm not, you know, it's like similar thing where Volley, like he's so proudful and arrogant. He must be insecure and he probably lashes out against Link. That's, that's, that's what usually tends to be the take, but it doesn't feel as strong as the other oh, four. Yeah, that's like- and maybe, and maybe if um you have like some hardcore Rivali stands, not like Wendy, Wendy only likes Rivali for one reason, yeah. and that's because which is which is his most redeeming quality is his theme. Rivali's theme is one of the best songs in Breath of the Wild. It is, and it's yeah. probably it's hands down the best champions theme with Mifa's coming at a close, extremely close second. But the emotions that can be evoked from Rivali's theme is just it's just too good. I also good. think his just, ability just is the best. Mm-hmm. Oh, and his ability is the most useful in the game. Yeah. But like I kind of wish that there was a little bit more to Rivali and Link. Um, I wish there was more to Teva, honestly. Yeah, we got yeah, yeah, that, yeah. We do, and I don't know. Like I wish it was more like uh, older brother. Very like I wish there was that. You know, I don't know. That's oh. in my opinion, kind of relationship with Link, where it's kind of like, well, you see, I'm not gonna baby you around, but here, let me help you um but do your own thing do it go ahead i i you know you are the so-called champion too so um and you're uh let's see what you what you got like that's kind of what i got from Rivali, and mm-hmm. i wish there was a little bit more on Rivali that has um, one line that i really really like oh? but it's after the the boss fight and like uh. through that line i kind of want to know more about him but also not because he's already established himself as like an asshole that's true but i'll mention the line when we get there dude they they really cement the whole status in age of calamity oh god <laughs> i mean i won't spoil it but i'll tell you i'll tell you after after we hit stop recording they they really double down on Mm, Rivali don't like Link. Maybe you know. Maybe really? maybe Rivali doesn't like Link because he because he has a big old crush on him. <laughs> All you side and Link shippers, you're no match for Rivali Link shippers. Okay, they I know the truth. The truth is out there, man. It's um, I don't know. And like the, I've I've left. I went in and left Rito Village wanting more. And maybe they didn't have enough time in development. I, I don't know. Rito Village was kind of like I, I don't even want to say I went in want I went in wanting a lot and, and left wanting more because I, I didn't even go in wanting a lot. Like I I don't know what it was. Just something about this region didn't draw me in. Was what region was this? At least it didn't, like second, third. This is my third one. Hmm. 
and it, it didn't it didn't draw me in in the way that the first two that I did did I guess like like it drew me in in a different way like I I just wanted to look at it I didn't I didn't want to do any of the quests I didn't I didn't care about that and I think that kind of has to do with the fact that I played the game in standard and not in master mode so I I kind of felt like I didn't need a lot of power ups because I had already gotten the master sword by this point. Mm-hmm. Also, Rito Val- Rito Village is kind of hard to navigate. It's like complex. Yeah, it's weird. It's if like, you, it's like hard if to you warp to the um to the shrine, and then if you like go to the top of the village, you have to kind of like paraglide your way around. It's just not very easily accessible. I like it. I, I- I kind of like that. I like the verticality of it. I, I like it as a design choice, just because you're you're talking about an area that's like, oh, they're birds, and like you have to kind of yeah. think like a bird. Like that's kind of cool. I, I I like the design of Rito Village. It's just it I, adds I don't know. to the inaccessibility and like unapproachableness, I guess, of the village. Mm-hmm. So anyway, after Link's, uh, basically, we didn't even talk about the memory. The memory is. Volley's like, I see you standing there. How about you one of you want me to see who's better? Sorry, you can't fly. I mean, what? Sorry, you can't fly. Nothing personnel. And then teleports. And just leaves. So just some shitting on my... (laughs) So then then Link's like, hmm. And then he goes to the flight range. He sees Teba. Then you have the Teba cutscene. And it's kind of like... It's not a bad cutscene, but it's not like amazing. It's two seconds long. Teba's... (laughs) It's not. That's the the problem. Let me tell you what the problem is. Teba, Teba does something for two seconds long. He's stringing his bow. Then he's like, I don't know you. And I'm busy. You should probably go. And then it's just like dead silence mm-hmm. for like for like five seconds before the cutscene ends. And then Link is more or less along the lines like, hey, the elder sent me. I'm here to help. And Teba's like, what? A Hylian? That's hilarious. And then Link again like shows his commitment to it and shows that he's a chance. Like he has the uh the Sheikah slate and like really shows his commitment to it and and um and Teba's like not taking it back he's very I think impressed by Link's commitment and especially the you know the options that you could say why you want to help some people are like oh to save Zelda he's like you know just because it's like you know you can't just watch you know see people and help and not see people needing help and not help um so then he's like, "All right, to test your abilities, you have to do the, the pre, <laughs> pre divine beast uh, task. In this one, it's literally the flight range. It has a gust of wind going up. That every time you open up your parachute again, it replenishes your stamina, and you just have to shoot five targets in three minutes. And he gives you a read. You can get a redo bow there, which you can draw back faster than the average bow. So it should not take you more than one try. I'm just and your stamina replenishes you when you." Yeah, yeah, it's very easy. It's like the least challenging should not, thing. Should not take you more than one try. Then after that, you have the attack on Va Meadow, which is cool. isn't hard. It's a cool, but it's piece. cool. It's, it's cool. really cool. So Link is riding on um, Tubba's back. They go really high in the altitude. And what you have to do is Meadow covers itself in a force field, but there's four points in which the force field can be disintegrated. But there's Guardian lasers there, and the lasers don't ever shoot you. Uh, one time the lasers hit me. Cause I was like really like I was like sitting and I really wanted to see like if I got hit would I just fall and like die and have to start over or like could I recover like how much damage would it do and it's not too bad you can you fall for like I think about five seconds then you can open your 
paraglider again. And again here, um, your stamina replenishes, so you would just have to like pause the screen and eat food. Doesn't do too much damage, but it's still pretty cool. It's still like a very, it's a good, it's a good cinematic um, segue to the divine beast, but also very easy. Um, and he gives you bomb arrows, and you need about two bomb arrows for each. And he and he gives you twenty, so you should really, you really shouldn't mess it up. It might take you a little while because, you know, you have to drop and then paraglide, drop and paraglide to get closer and, like, navigate around. And then once that happens, you get the cutscene again. Um, Teva was, like, kind of distracting the, sh uh, the like, the gunners. And he accidentally got, like, shot a little bit. His leg's beaten up. So he's, like, he's going to head back to the flight range. Like, Link, you got this. Link, Good luck. You can clearly see I'm flying totally fine. But, you know, this 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 really <laughs> janked it. So... He's flying fine. The whole scene is he's so flying. funny. Okay, okay, yeah, he's but fine. he's flying fine. But you know, he's fine. Yeah, but if my arm, if my arm is bleeding profusely, he's not bleeding. He's and my fine. legs are fine. No, there's, there's like obviously Nintendo's not going to show the blood, but there's like a, there's I definitely like you can see flesh, mark. you can see burnt flesh. Yeah. But also, what, what help would also, he have been in the, in the Five Beasts? You know, that's true. Hmm. But I, the fact that he's like. Good luck, Lincoln gives a little thumbs yeah. up. Just already made me love Teba, and I wish I he could have had more character. Especially too, because he's he's fighting for his family. Like in addition to like, you know, being a proud Rita warrior, it's for his family. You know, he's he's a, he's, a, he's the family guy. Ravali, I don't even think that dude had family that we know of. So anyway, um, you go into Meadow, and you hear a, uh, an arrogant voice say, "I had a feeling you'd show up eventually, but making me wait a hundred years is a bit." you know, that, that, that indulgent. And you're like, all right, guy, relax. I literally died and came back to like, did you, can you do that? Can you do that? So then you go and bomb <laughs> Meadow. And let me tell you, we're not, I don't even think, you know, let me just, I'll tell you this. The map, you can move it from left to right, the wings angle. And uh, the map is literally right across from where you enter. There's five terminals. Um, I finished this, uh, this whole Divine Beast in five minutes. It should take you yeah. no problem. Maybe yes. you'll spend some time looking around. No, like actually time did I finish this in five minutes? It is Did you was that your first time? No. Okay. Second. This is my second time. Okay. Why are you it's, making the fans feel bad? Not feeling bad. I'm just I'm giving them some hope that are you making not them hope. feel bad for taking thirty minutes? Because you probably wanted to look around. Okay. And that's fine, but like the actual task itself, you are trying if you just if you just put your mind to it, it should it five minutes you'll be done. It's 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 painfully easy. I wouldn't mind the four divine beasts if they were just a bit harder, at least the puzzle chain. I agree because it, what happens what happens in the divine beast, and I guess like I feel good talking about this now because we're kind of like halfway through, I guess. But mm -hmm. what happens with the divine beasts, and 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 what my one big problem with them is that they mm -hmm. they take the same they, they they don't feel like a dungeon. They feel like a bunch of shrines slammed together, mm -hmm. and 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 that that kind of detracts from their the impressiveness of them it's also like most of the puzzles in them you have them solved before you're like in the middle of doing them that's true and it's also understandable because they're like all right we're making an open world game where you can do anything at any time so we have to make exactly yeah everything it's it's for easy to some relative point it is forgivable because there's other more like if you want a more challenging combat or puzzle there's shrines that are harder than combat you know, all right. <laughs> the shrines, the shrines that are harder than some divine beast, and uh, 
Lionels are harder combat trials. Um, sometimes even a, a major test of strength, if there's no pillars or anything, you know, you're just kind of stuck there. It's a harder, it's a harder combat trial. Trial of the Master Sword is even harder to some extent, some parts, a lot of parts of it. So there's there's other ways to get in, like if you want a harder fight, and if you want a harder puzzle, there's definitely, you know, you have 120 it's there. things that you can try, yeah. So I think it's I think it's fairly forgivable. Especially the DLC gives me hope because the DLC shrines and especially the DLC anything is so it's like it's 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 very well improved and it just gives me hope. It's like, okay, so this is the last thing you were working on before you announced Breath, Breath of Wild, Wild 2. 2. I I think I think it, Breath of Wild 2 is going to be fine. Yeah, the shrines for Champions Ballad were absolutely amazing honestly yeah they okay. were top I haven't tier. Played it yet so i have to you will you will like it so you go to fight that, like i'm sorry my worry is just that like what do we have how many games after like 3d zelda came out that were just like imp like improvements on the same concept which is like a linear story uh like i guess ocarina was the first one right not even link to the past is 2d ocarina yeah but i'm talking like 3d you can't. I mean, well, I guess Link to the Past counts. You got you got included because that's where the formula starts. Remember, we were talking. That's like the, it's like the. I but my, it's, it's really it's like the father of the Zelda formula yeah. because Zelda one and Zelda two are vastly different, and this game is very really close to Zelda one. This game is so this game is so close to the original game. So when people say that Breath Wild is not a real Zelda game, like no, don't be don't be stupid. It's 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 Zelda game that you're not used to. Exactly, because then Link to the Past comes, and you're like, oh. I have to get I have to get three things, get the master sword, um dungeons then Ganon, and then that formula just goes. Just yeah, not non stop. Like, whenever Skyward Sword came out. Majora's Mask is the only one that breaks that formula because there's four dungeons, so it's it's got that's I think that's why it's so loved. It's so unique at the time it comes out and for if and for a lot of years following and I think Twilight Princess is extremely popular because it's it's the, it's the it's peak. It's, of the it's, it's yeah, it's the peak of the Ocarina of Time linked to the past formula. If you like that linear storytelling formula, then it it really is a great it's a great game. It's a great game for you, but I don't think the game itself does anything innovative or no, it just does everything right. Yeah, it it's like all right, for you guys who like the formula, you're gonna eat this up. You're gonna eat this up. And then we're so anyway, let's get back to it. Um, you get all the terminals, then you go to fight Wind Blight Ganon. Cool design. All the blights have really cool designs, but he's it's this one is definitely the the easiest. It just shoots you with like little like poo poots, and you're like, damn, Revali lost exactly. <laughs> and, and I just really just... like that he's so full of himself, and he he clearly had the easiest fight in the calamity. <laughs> I think I think in some ways Age of Calamity helps fix that, even though um, Age of Calamity is its own thing, because they designed that the the blights from a hundred years ago were at least like more stronger, like they were more difficult. So I guess it makes some sense. But still, the fact that Link can take all of these one single handedly when all the champions couldn't, I think, is just an even greater testament to how amazing Link is, and also an even group greater testament to like this huge burden he carries not only for himself but for zelda 
and the death of his comrades and that he has to he has to lit, like literally take on their demons and his own demons again after losing it's a i think the story in some ways when you look at it that way it's a lot more profound than you know surface level but you can look into anything like that and that's just how media works and that's how you should be looking at media you know sometimes people create things and they don't understand the scope of what they created they don't realize just how deep something could be and it happens that's how art is that's how all mediums of art work luke really just gave us a theory of art in the middle of episode <laughs> it's very cool it's very cool yes. i think it's very cool so um i think the first phase is he's just kind of shooting at you then second phase he just launches tornadoes at you hits you with the category three and link is grabbing onto the pillar like trying not to fly away like a storm chaser eventually <laughs> though link eventually though link is able to put down when black gannon who's had his fun uh, <laughs> let me just mention when black gannon is literally gannon with a gun? With a cannon that's, gun. That's what, with a cannon gun arm. That's, yeah, that's literally all he is. Just cannon with a gun. Cannon <laughs> even then, with guns. Even then, it's not enough. And, um, so then Link and Rivali reunite, you know, with his spirit form. His soul, has his soul, his spirit has been freed, and now he's able to control Vameto again, which is cool that the champions can interact with. Like, it's cool that the, when the champions were chosen it's not a physical thing like it's for their it's for okay they're chosen for their physical abilities but becoming the champion in the sense of controlling the divine beast is not a physical thing the fact they can control it in in spirit Mm -hmm. it's very cool um and then he gives you rivali's gale you know best best champion ability in the game and then rivali's theme starts playing and rivali's theme is the one thing that is that is it's the one redeeming factor of Rivali, and it works so freaking well because that song is so good. In fact, I think that's going to be the outro song. It's going to be Rivali's theme, and I think the intro will be Rito Village. <gasps> yeah. Or should I make it the other way around? Should we start with the bang or close with the bang? Close with the bang. Close with the bang. Mm-hmm. All right, then it's been it's been settled. So then, Ange, didn't you have a line that you said happened now right, that so, you want to talk about? Um. He says something about to Link saying like, um, "Your fight isn't over yet, you know." In like his like kind of arrogant kind of voice, and then mm-hmm. as Link leaves, Rivali is like looking over the horizon, and he's like, "The princess has been waiting a long time," and I'm like, "Oh my god, that's kind of like the one like empathetic thing that he's actually kind of said." That's true. And like, I, don't, I, I don't know why that line hit me, but I was like, oh. And in Champion's Ballad, you know, when you do a certain part and you get to hear that they have the their new text or the new mm-hmm. dialogue, I think there's some things too. Well, I'll have to, you know, revisit. But that was, yeah, that is very, not off-putting in a bad way, but off-putting in like, hey, buddy, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> that's not your mm-hmm. character. Or, you know, Rivali, Rivali's theme plays, you know, he sets the side on Ganon get teleported back to Rito Village. And it's funny because everyone's house in Rito Village is small since they sleep in their little hammocks. So, you know, the you know, 
uh, Kanali, the big old owl boy, <laughs> just sitting in his chair minding his business. When you, when you and the you know in the in the God rays, the holy light just appear out of nowhere, and he's like, oh 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 oh, you did it? Yeah, that's great. That's great. Man. Yeah, Good cool. <laughs> <laughs> then he gives you the great eagle bow, which I think I can say is one of the best bows in the game because you get twenty eight damage, so. uh, three shots. So what is that? Twenty eight times three. <laughs> It's a lot. Seventy four. So yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Is that seventy four? No, that's a lot. It's a lot of damage. That's a lot of damage. Yeah, that's that's a lot of damage. Um, and then, and then, um, Vomito will sit perched atop Rito Village. You can go talk to Teba, and he's healed up, and he's like, you know, you did such a good job. I told uh. I told the boss boy over there that we should let you probably borrow the the great eagle bow because you know it's it's a bit too heavy for me and I'm not as skilled a fighter as Rivali. And also that's too Teba is stern, but he's he's definitely a lot more humble, even by saying like, "Oh, I'm not as I'm not as skilled as the great Rivali," so you know I probably couldn't be able to handle it. So I thought it best to you know give it to you. And then Teba's okay, and then he tells his son Tula, and he's like. All right, we're gonna go to the flight range. It's very cute because he's like gets very excited. Sweet little boy, sweet little cherub. And then that's that's your that's that's the end of your story obligations mm-hmm. here. But I told you guys I mandated in a cruel in a cruel tone uh-huh. with the with the evil fist to give me some notes on the side quest. So let's talk about those real quick. And then I also have some clo- closing, maybe not questions, but just like discussion points. Oh, sure. Um, I guess I'm going to go for the Greek fairy. Uh, So, you know, uh, I think it's at the Tabantha Bridge where we come across uh, someone that's like in deep thought, you know, right by the cooking pot. Deep thoughts? Yeah, they're just like thinking like, and you, you know, as as a player, you're like, okay, what are you thinking about? And there's a red exclamation mark right next to you. This is a oh, so you know, so you know, Yeah, I was going to say, so you know, yep. so, you know. Oh, wait, I know what you're talking yeah. about. The thinking face. Uh-huh. Never mind. <laughs> thinking face. You know, like, yeah, exactly. It just catches your attention. That's so, really you funny know, that you, you described it that way. That's good. So, That's really good. You know, you, uh, you um, click on him and, you know, his name is Torin. And he says, hey, have you heard of the uh, the great fairy? And he's very, like infused by this um and oh enthused well yeah but he's just like it's it's, i'm not saying you're wrong i was just asking because i I didn't catch it yeah so uh you know this guy named torn asks if you've heard of the great fairy and tells you that he is on a journey to find the great fairy (laughs) and i quote there's a tower just beyond the Tabantha Great Bridge. They say that if you go to the top and look at the ground sometime in the afternoon, the shower, the tower's shadow will point to the Great Fairy Fountain. But, you know, the dude looks like he's been through it. So he says, hey, you look like the type that can climb this tower. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure you can find this uh, fairy. So uh, he asked if you could, you know, give the fairy an offering of 500 rupees. And, you know, you go on your way, go to the tower, which is the Tabantha Tower and you can either teleport there if you already uh managed to unlock the tower or you know you do your thing get to the tower and you just look south i think it's southeast of you and you'll see the great fairy fountain so if you've already been to the other two you'll know how they look like uh so you know you just paraglide down down you just paraglide down there she's really pretty um, i like i like Kaisa. yeah honestly uh but you know like i forgot who is it mija 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 
How do you say your name? I call it, I think it's Misha, but I Misha, also right? do call her Mija, but I don't think that makes sense. Yeah, you know, she <laughs> also asked in the context for of the game. <laughs> she also asked for 500 rupees and so does Keza. And the thing with Keza, I feel like she um Well, she... it's in it's in any order you find them in, but it's like the first one is 100 rupees, the second one is 500, and the third one's 1000, and the fourth one is 10,000 rupees. Oh, shoot. <laughs> you didn't get the fourth one yet, did you? <laughs> but uh, you know, she's like, "Hey, let me tell you a quick story um, about what has happened." So apparently, there was a pond, and people would come by and you know give her the monies. But you know, it's been a while, so she's like, "All right, hand over the rupees. I know you have them." Oh so, my god! So you know, so she can gain her powers. You know what I mean? You see the whole little like purple little fog going on, and the, the, the intro to right? when they awaken their powers is so good. The little jingle. Yeah, and then you know the iconic fairy fountain theme starts playing, and Kaza mm-hmm. just pops out, and she's like, "Hey, you know those clothes look a little raggedy. If you want, I can." <laughs> she said, "Them clothes look raggedy. Get out, take out, get out the clothes right now." <laughs> yep, but you know you can just decline it and go back to Torin, and you just let him know that hey, I found them. And then it's really funny how Link is right because he's like, "Okay, so are you forgetting something?" Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's so he's so sassy. Yeah. He's so he's got a lot of character. I love I love his dialogue his, his dialogue options in this game. Also, so if good. you've already unlocked the fairy That's what I was gonna say when she finished. That's what I was like, gonna say when she finished. You know, I literally <laughs> Yeah, that's what it was. I found it first and then and then he said, like, Can you give this to her? I'm like, Oh yeah, sure. Then I just pocketed <laughs> the money. <laughs> Sorry, it's already found it. Oh yeah, god. Really oh, good. What are they gonna do? Stop me? Exactly. <laughs> I'll just stab you with a master sword. <laughs> and then, you know, like, it's just, you know, the, that quest was pretty simple. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the very... A lot of the quests in this region are just, go find this thing and I'll give you money. Yeah. That's why, yeah. I, think it's, that's why I think this area is designed to either be first or second. The 500 uh, leads me to believe that it's supposed to be second because that's how much the second great fairy costs. The, you know how cheap the the, the armor is and everything here. How simple the quests are. Um, it all leads me to believe that they wanted this to be one of the earlier ones. But you know, but since I guess people end up at Zora's domain first, maybe the true order is like Zora's domain, Rito Village. Um, I don't know, but that's just something I thought. Like that's all these, all these factors sort of at least led me to believe that yeah i have two side quests that i want to talk about so Mm -hmm. um and i'm assuming that they're connected so like there is the apple of my eye side quest in rito village so you speak to uh, oh wait oh my god this this could have been the only thing we talked about today and i promise you i could have talked about this for three (laughs) hours you speak to juni who is a traveling Gerudo who's like sitting at the very top of Rito Village. And she's like, I just want a baked apple, blah, blah, blah. So. Wait, is she Gerudo? That is what my guide told me. So your source <laughs> is telling you? Me. I don't know if she is she? I think she's just is she... dark skinned. Okay, so maybe my sources <laughs> were being a little, a little sketch. <laughs> Not too sure. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Oh boy. Um, but yeah, she's like, I just want a baked apple. She's like droning on and on about wanting a baked apple. So if you make one by like placing an apple near an open flame and give it to her, she'll give you a silver rupee, and that's all you need to do. And then if you go to the inn in Rito Village, you meet <laughs> Jogo, who's a Hylian who's honeymooning there. And he's like, 
all I want to do is make baked apples for my wife. <laughs> so, but he doesn't have any more oh, flint. No. So if you give him a piece of flint, Link, Link already, if you, if you did it this way first, Link already ruined the mm-hmm. marriage. <laughs> so if you give him a piece of flint, he'll give you a silver rupee. And then if you go back to him after that, he'll give you like 250 rupees for 20 pieces of flint and then 70 rupees for 10 pieces of flint after that. And I'm like, oh, I guess they're together? Is that a better deal than what you get at the markets? I don't know. I don't know how much Flint goes for, honestly. But yeah, yeah. so I'm like, oh, I guess they're cares? honeymooning together? I don't know. <laughs> it's, not, it's not going well. I know. And this is like kind of pedantic, but if you look at her body language, it's like someone who's very like disinterested, mm-hmm. like you know she's looking off at the sunset with her legs crossed like leaning to the side using her hands to support it like it's very i don't know what the word i'm looking for is but it's a nice it's a nice touch for that side quest to like further convey her her feelings of indifference to her to her husband her newlywed because she didn't want to be here so she's just kind of like vibing trying to make the most of it and he's freaking panicking like i think my marriage will be over and you know, I don't know how relationships work in Hyrule. <laughs> yeah. Because even even if we were to model model it off, um, Lincoln Zelda, right? Um, they, uh, you know, we still wouldn't get a lot because those are those are two special special characters. You know, Link's a special boy, Zelda's a special girl. So like, we can't we can't say, we can't take how they interact with each other as to be the standard for Hyrule or mm-hmm. whatever. Dude, but dude, um, what's his name? Jogo and Juni sleep in different beds. <laughs> like, oh and it's their honeymoon. So, you know, like it's it's already not, it's it's already, already not a bad well. situation. By by our standards of relationships, it's already not going too well. However, I do understand that some couples are like, you know what? We love each other, but we value our sleep, so we like to sleep in different rooms, and that's super valid. That's like completely normal. Yeah, like I don't know if this falls in like the same boat, but like couples who have, if they have the financial means, they have separate bathrooms. It's your honeymoon. Yeah, so, you know. But it, but it, yeah, that's the my thing too. Retort, it's also it's their honeymoon. <laughs> that's my retort. <laughs> it's all, it's also their honeymoon, but also the innkeeper is there twenty four seven, so it's not they could fadoodle around, you know. And also, Judy is just like lounging very precariously on this ledge, and <laughs> like she just doesn't care, bro. Yeah, she's like she's already like tired, and this dude. Let me tell you about Jogo's body language. His shoulders are slouched. He's a He's got his knees bent, and his he literally has like the saddest look on his face. You know what? Mm-hmm. For for the daily Breath of the Wild uh, Twitter account, <laughs> that's what that's what I'm gonna upload today. I haven't uploaded in forever, but we'll make I'll make that I'll make that today's picture. You could you could it's, put what I sent in the uh, the Discord. I probably won't because just of how sad Yogo's face is. Like it's it's actually brutal. <laughs> Like, like, bro, I don't even know if this man's blinking. He's just looking off in the sunset. He's like, man, my marriage is over and it just started. It's over. It's, it, can't get, it can't get worse than that. Before it could even start. They aborted my marriage. <laughs> oh, God. God. Sorry for interrupting on that, Ange. I just freaking love that side quest so much. No, I just love that they're connected. And just two very, I just two very even... opposite sides of the same coin i just i just love that this was even added to the game who thought this was like 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 why is this even in mm-hmm. the game it adds nothing but at the same time it's so good 
like it adds nothing to the overall story and or lore to the game like am i supposed to like infer that every hylian relationship is similar mm. to this <laughs> <laughs> like there's there's no point to this being here i think that's a zelda and like never kiss <laughs> <laughs> yeah because because they're on their honeymoon calamity ganon attacked <laughs> the calamity ganon marriage brutal like fostering relationships during like tumultuous times like how would i don't even know how would that work Mm -hmm. but then again that's what i was saying but also you remember how it works but remember zelda's our special girl and link's our special boy so we can't even take how they interact how the interactions the world work i guess and also, people don't even really recognize the calamity. That's another thing I wanted to mention too. Um, when we we're talking about, uh, I think his name was Danton, and he wanted to see the sword that seals the darkness. It seems that name, which fits a more like mythological tone, yeah, because it's more mysterious, is what's well known, and that the actual title title of the sword being the Master Sword is not very well known among the people. Because they don't say it until you see the Deku tree. <laughs> yeah, I think he's the only one that straight up calls it the Master Sword, besides Zelda. Even the champions refer to it as the sword that seals the darkness. It's cooler. Yeah, it is. It not, but, but aside from even coolness, the fact that they don't recognize the name, the master sword, it shows like a official name. Shows um a di- a distance. I was gonna say lack of intimacy, but it shows a distance from previous iterations of the hero and the princess and their roles their task and what they've done but yeah if anyone any other side quests because we can close them now i have a few questions they kind of yeah i like mm-hmm. i'm not as besides the leviathan one them, i like the I leviathan one invested in them to be honest i did so the notes on like finding kill and the recital our warblers oh there. wait yeah that's, Talk about cool. that one. that's yeah. a good one I remember. that's a good one really short um it depends again depending on the player um but this was like really quick i got this done in like 10 minutes but um with keel obviously homegirl just flew off somewhere and um amali which is she's just um shouting out from the um uh the ledge um by mm-hmm. the what's it called the Ak- aqua shrine um and she just sends off Link um, to find Kiel. And she's just, um, she, who's that warbler's nest practicing her singing? Yeah. And um, Link is like, hey, you know, your, your mom's looking for you. Um, and that's when you get, um, you see a platform behind her and these rock formations with like holes in them. So you already know that this is about to be a shrine. Um, so from there, uh, you go back to her mom and you just let her know that. Uh, yeah, she's at Warbler's Nest, and she just gives you 50 rupees for finding her. So, Kiel was really upset <laughs> that her sisters left her, even though they had to be, like, rehearsing for their uh, performance for the uh, elder at Warbler. The, for the you know elder. who I think, you know who I think could relate to Kiel? Who? You know, they say you're supposed to relate to, you know, Link because he's the protagonist. Honestly, I think Ange and Kiel are very similar in that <laughs> Ange and Kiel are both extremely punctual. <laughs> yes. And sometimes I have left, sometimes, you know, out of my control, sometimes not, I have left Ange waiting too. This, this is true, but <laughs> not, not, not to name drop the um, institution that we go to school in. <laughs> Oh, please don't if anywhere it does not need to but, be um, here there are countless times countless mornings where i was waiting for luke to show up and then 
I never did. Due to, you know, things out of his control, he would show up and he's like, I can only stay for five minutes because I have class. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I'm very, I'm very punctual. That is true. I'm early (laughs) to most things. That's good. Bro, this side quest is funny because each of these little girls has such personality. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember which, who is who. Oh. Nor do I remember like the colors of who they are, but the one girl that's like, I want that salmon munier, and then the two sisters are like, we've been trying to find the ingredients to freaking salmon munier, so we'll so we'll go to practice. You find it, and you make it for her, because you know Link is like freaking top chef, Gordon Ramsay, yeah. three Michelin stars. And yeah, that's pretty much it. And then you know you just go back and they're rehearsing. I mean, yeah, they go back to rehearsing because wait, yeah, the little one. Uh, uh, without her salmon, I mean salmon manier, like she can't sing, <laughs> she won't do anything. Um, which is very like you know kid like, like it's like you know I want I want my chicken tendies. Yes, you know. <laughs> so that's what I got from her, and it was really cute. Um, I assume she was the youngest. And, then, and like, is I don't I don't know if she is, but like I assume she was the youngest, and I thought it was funny that she are they quintuplets? I don't know. Could they be? I mean, I guess even if there are quintuplets, they could be the youngest. There's I thought youngest. it was funny that, like, the prospect of the youngest one having so so much control over her older siblings. I don't know. I thought that was funny. And yeah, that's really. I think that's really. Oh no, nice. they sing, and then you got to do the the thing for the shrine, right? You do the puzzle. You're right. Yeah, yeah, and then you just uh. You just got to listen to them saying it and then you kind of get the pattern from that. And um, you just need a Korok leaf to blow air into the holes. And they have little, like, they're all numbered. Um, so if you listen closely to their singing, um, you're able to then uh, lock into the pattern. And the shrine would just come right up. And everyone's like, all right, last one to what? Reach mom's uh, nest or something? Is like, oh, and the one that trips. Yeah, and then <laughs> trip. <laughs> She squeaked. She made like a squeaky toy noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was oh, really God. funny. Like it was, it was very cute too. Just you know, what? Cass talking. isn't there to enjoy their singing. That is so. Like, sad. He's running around singing everywhere. It's crazy. He has talent. He has talent. Uh, father of the year. He's talented. He's talented, and he does. He has a very intense devotion to his his, his craft. Teacher. But also, he's a little bit of an absent absent parent. He does come back if you do all the casts, everything. He does come back, and he plays all the cast, the accordion, and his daughters are in front Aww. of him, and they sing. So it's Cerrito Village with like all this cool, st- all you know, all the extra stuff added to it, the accordion and the tweeting. So it's pretty, it's pretty cute. It's pretty cute once he comes back. Oh. So I guess maybe it's not Cass's fault because it's kind of dependent on you. So like you know, it's your fault. This is the second marriage Link has ruined. <laughs> oh, God. Some of them just ruin themselves. Like they're sleeping in different beds on the honeymoon. Oh my gosh. Man, Hyrule sucks. <laughs> I mean, the post-apocalypse can only be so fun. It can only be so fun. I mean, there's other couples that are seemingly doing better. Uh, Mina and that other guy. Uh, I forget his name, but... um. It's like right, right below the Great Plateau, like right when you jump off. But also, depend again. Oh wait, yeah, shit. Hold on, that's also, that's also depending on you because if you're not fast enough, you know the NPCs do get bonked. 
They do get bonked. So if you're not there to help get bonked and let's say Mina gets bonked, then she's going to have some beef with her boyfriend get or she might have enough brain or she might have enough brain damage that she might not realize it. <laughs> who, just, who just coughed? Chelsea. <laughs> she, she has COVID. Oh no. You can't say she that. Has, Yoda. She has Ganon 19, the latest of illnesses. Oh Ganon 19. Calam- Calamity 19. So is that it? Is that everything? I think that's it. I got those are the only two I took. Uh... All right, Riddle so I have some stuff I wanted to close with. Mm-hmm. Oh, what is this? We, so we... everyone on your laptop, open a new tab. Do we have an email? We don't have an email. Oh, uh, this I'm the email more or less for today. So okay. everyone, open a new tab. Okay. Right? New Google tab. Dragon Roost, Dragon Roost Island. Oh, well, I don't need to Google that. I just, just why not? Just do it anyway. Okay. Okay, I'm here. Is Rito Village Dragon Roost Island? Fuck no. The, mu- the music, the music of Rito Village is the Dragon Roost Island theme slowed down. No, I mean, it, it, no, it is, it is. I don't, I, I don't think it's Dragon Roost Island. You don't think so? You don't think it's supposed to be Dragon Roost? No. Why not? Dragon Roost Island is artificial. Or Dragon Roost Island is natural. Rito Rito Village is just not. Dragon Roost Island is a large volcanic island located. Blah blah blah. It is home of mysterious sky dragon Valu and capital of the United Rito clans. Nope, that's not it. Hold on, I'm looking at because I'm looking at the formation of it and the way that Rito Village is. Is is this even? Dragon Roost Island is part of old Hyrule, right? I I don't know this full lore yet. I think Dragon Roost Island is supposed to be the flooded um the flooded old Hyrule, right? The flora the flooded Death Mountain. Oh, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't think it's Rito Village. No, I don't. I don't think that, or, or at least the same Rito Village. Hmm. Mm, yeah. Hmm. The, at I, least it's at least a callback though oh it's it. callback for sure but i don't think but not, the, the you wouldn't location. say no you wouldn't say your head cannon is that is exact okay no not at all also too i was going to talk about the for, forgotten temple mm-hmm. but i'd rather save it towards the end once dylan gets there last i don't time. even know what you're talking about <laughs> that's good that's good i want you to figure it on your own because it's actually one of the coolest places yeah. in the game hmm Okay. And then my, my last question I had, and like, Dylan, you're probably going to lose your shit again. My literally last question was, why do Rito have hair? Why do they have hair? <laughs> yeah. I was, I was just like, why? Do... But I mean, if you look at, so then if you if you Google like Rito, Wind Waker, you know, they're, 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 their designs are vastly different. But it's like the thing we were talking about, Dylan, you know, artistic, you know, depiction is artistic, indicative. but I have this to say. I don't know if this happens, but there's there's an inkling that at least some of the races of Hyrule are like they're still like close enough in terms of like genetic makeup mm-hmm. that they can like breed successfully. That's what I was thinking as well. And so my my thing is like maybe like some kind of uh, genetic drift happened with Dorito in the past. But there's still like a common ancestor between them all, 
And they just, they like, just got maybe they just get more bird like. And they just they just evolved that way because of like the environment or something. I mean, it seems like it just seems like further evolution, right? Because like the hair, like Rito having hair might be like uh, what do what do you call it? From, you know, from the Wind Waker Rito. No, no, not even that. It's just like Rito in general as like a species having hair might be because of uh, what the what the hell is the word? Homo uh, Homo. Uh, homogeny or homo homoplasty one of those the one that the one that means they have a common ancestor let's see oh so you're saying this might be i think they, that all the race, races of hyrule might come oh, homoplasty from... is a shared character between two more animals that did not arise from a common ancestor so, so you the mean other one the homology other... right homology yeah they, they might have this trait homologously in mm. that but i'm probably saying this completely wrong i haven't studied this in a while but what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, they might have it because all the races of Hyrule were once like one kind of thing, uh-huh. which would make well, sense. There's also, all, there's also they all have language. There's also two theories. Um, one is that in Wind Waker, it says that the Rito came from Zora that couldn't survive when the ocean flooded everything. Oh, uh, there is that. Yeah, that's directly in the game. A lot of people also think though no, that dumb. think that Rito came from. Skyloft and the the what's it called? Those birds, the birds from Skyward Sword. Yeah. What's it called? Uh let me search it up. I can't even forget. Oh, Loft Wings. Yeah. Loft wings are a race from Legends of the Skyward Sword. Um, and the thing is in Skyward Sword, Loft Wings are they they have intense emotional connections with humans from from like humans' birth and Loft Wings birth. So maybe they could have just evolved over time to become more human from there. And maybe there's two different origins of Rito. And at some point they mix together and you get what we're looking at now. Maybe. I, I mean, I, I don't know for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's no, I, I think there's no way to know for sure. I, I personally think what I said makes more sense. I just don't get how in Wind Waker they could say that Zora became Rito. That's that makes like three no steps. Sense. That's like three steps backwards. You went sideways. You stopped for a slice of dollar pizza. Then you got a, took a cab to Penn Station. You went to New Jersey. Then you went back four more steps. Then you went forward to the right, up, down. Like it just, uh-huh. I don't. <laughs> I don't get. I don't get how that happens. Because the Zora and Ocarina Time looks super aquatic. Yeah, no. Then that, that makes no they sense. lose. They lose their aquatic ability. Become human-like with bird attributes and then just become full birds? I guess. That makes sense. I mean, it, it, probably millions of years though, right? Evolution can't happen exactly. in tens of thousands of years. I think they though. just don't care. I think they That's true. Care. Oh, we, we, know, we know they don't care. Birds thing. We know we know they don't care, but we, but we do. And that's why we've been talking about this for almost two hours. It's because we care. It's because I care. <laughs> It's because I care. <laughs> because I care. Also, too, let me just say, Rivali, absolute doo doo. I like him. I like him. But he's, but he's doo doo. But he's doo doo, right? Absolutely. Shitty Falcon. And it sucks that Meadow is named after Medley, who Medley is like, aside from Link, is cool. And Link's immediate family. And Tetra is like one of, I think it's one of the honestly, better characters. I, I think Medley's my second favorite character in all of Wind Waker. So I love that there's a callback to her in Fall Meadow, but I hate that it's 
it becomes Rivali's thing. Maybe that's why, because Medley was so nice and helped Link literally through everything. She became the Earth Sage, and Rivali's like, one v one means you can't fly, <laughs> and just flies away. I'm surprised he's not more bird like, and you know, to get at Link, he just doesn't shit on him while flying. Like that seems like this seems like the most bird thing to do. Maybe there's no pigeon Rito, and that's why. But you know. Yeah, that's that's it. That's all I have to say. I think we're done here. I think we're done here. I want you, I want everyone to know that any of the uh the memes and stuff you see on the neighbor's wisdom Instagram, uh I made those for this episode during the episode. <laughs> I've been I've been sitting here making memes the entire time we've been talking. Now you're reading my notes one last time. Yeah, no. Think we're good. Strong memes. Alright guys, so it's gonna be Rivali's theme will be playing now and we'll be starting with the Rito Village theme. Oh, so Cass's theme. Actually, let me let me check the email real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe there's no email questions. You remember you can send us an email at neighborswisdompodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at neighborswisdompod. You can find us on Instagram at neighborswisdompodcast.com for questions, comments, things you just want us to talk about or mention on episodes of the podcast. Um if you enjoy the podcast, you know, share it with a friend. Helps us out. Um, and yeah, just thanks for listening. And next episode, we're going to be talking about... Next episode is going to be a long one. Uh-oh. Oh we're going to be talking about the Gerudo region. Uh-oh. And boy, is that boy, a lot. Boy, is there going to be a 30-minute conversation about a major issue with the Gerudo region? Oh, I'm going to take a nap during that time. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going to rant about that. To be honest, yeah, or we could just keep it brief. You know, I'll just be like, "Could we?" Yeah, I could just be like, "This is this is extremely transphobic," mm. and then we yeah, can just, we just gloss over that. Anyway, I hope you guys have a beautiful night, and we'll see you in the next one. Mwah! And then you're like, da, 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 da. <laughs> "All right, whatever." Everyone bye. say bye. 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 Dylan, say bye. Dylan, say bye. Yo, this carrot's got hair. Oh my God. <laughs>